All right, welcome to episode one of All Sides, Loyola All Sides. Uh, we got our first guest today, Tom Gianola. Tom Gianola, what's up, bro? What up, baby? How we doing? Did you do? I'm doing great, man. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing really good. We're chilling. Spring Just, breaks next yeah, week. Spring breaks happening. I'm done with school. I finished my midterms, and we're chilling now. Wow. So, so a, a little backstory. Uh, Tom Gianola is a beast. One of my good <laughs> friends for like ever since I've been coming here to Loyola. Uh, he. We're, we want to take an angle on you in terms of your student, right? Yep. You're an up-and-coming artist. Yes, sir. You're living in Chicago. Living in Chicago. You're just, you're just doing you, man. You're trying to make it big, right? Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. I uh, used to play... My first experience here at Loyola was I got to play at Bar 63, which and, has... And what type of music do you do? Yeah. So I produce um, like variances of electronic music. So I, I'd say my sound itself is I like to incorporate a lot of hip-hop elements, a lot of melodic elements. So like I like using a lot of different types of chord structures and then bring it up to like a high-energy style, nice. like drop or whatever. And obviously I'm biased because I've heard the music is real good. <laughs> uh, Thank you. But yeah, man, that's pretty dope. So we wanted to just take an angle because... So what we're doing on this podcast is like me and my group are trying to figure out if we can do a podcast that encompasses all sides of Loyola. So you got, you know, yeah. grinders like yourself who are trying to make it big as an artist. You got, you know, the the student that's doing like two majors. You got, you know, the person who all who does all he does or she does is party, uh, fraternity, whatever. So we, we think you got a really good angle just because you are putting out music, you're doing shows or you're doing, yeah. you know, these events and you're meeting artists and you're making connections. So you're on your way up, bro. Slowly but surely, man. It Slowly just takes a lot of time. I just played at uh, Joy District on Saturday. That was my first time playing there. and it Was was that like a bar? It's like a club in River North. Uh, it was really cool. Like They had all these like lights and strobe lights and like these like chandeliers kind of thing on the roof that would like come up and down and they were all lit up and sound system was slapping. So why does... Okay, so I kind of want to get... Let's just start from the beginning. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. Right, Let's. Right. When when did this become a thing in your head? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this and this, and I'm gonna end up making a beat, and oh, right, I'm gonna cool. end up making so music. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little rundown. A little rundown. The the music career and how it started. So when I was in the sixth grade, I uh, my dad was like my biggest influence for music. He plays the guitar, the drums, the piano, harmonic, literally like so many instruments. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And, like, I grew up on, like, all the rock music, Guns N' Roses, and, like, all that stuff that he was showing me, Green Day. And I picked up a guitar, and so I'd good. just watch him play, and I would figure out chords from there. So, like, that's how I started out by just, like, learning how to do chords, and then transitioning into other chords. And then from there, just, like, YouTube being my best friend and learning how to play whole songs. And then the next step, so I played guitar for a few years, and that was the only instrument. And then when I was going into my senior year of high school, I uh, my older brother took me to Spring Awakening in Chicago. And nope. that's kind of where I fell in love with electronic music. So I went on YouTube again because that was my best friend. And I learned about this software called Logic Pro 10. So I downloaded that and I started making extremely mediocre music and this was like you were 17 yeah yeah 17 so, years so old. How, how old are you now now i'm 21 so four years yeah yeah almost four years so you yeah. started off you just were just trying to learn the basics yeah so i was just like doing the same thing and i, I like 
started learning that piano was like a really important instrument to be able to make electronic music. So about a few months into producing, then I got a piano, like one of those mini like keyboards that yeah. I'd plug into my laptop, and I would just start like playing around with it just so I could understand basic chord structures on the piano. And then uh, I just fell in love with it, like even more than I fell in love with the guitar. And because it's basically like I'm my own band. Yeah. Like I control the drums. I control the synths. I can like I create literally any sound I want. It's pretty dope. Using like synthesizers. Um, and then just continuing to go to shows to see all these like different artists is the reason why I love like EDM because it's so different. Like you got probably like 60 different subgenres of EDM. You have like dubstep, which I'm not that big of a fan of like harder stuff. And then you have like progressive house, deep house, future bass, all these crazy things. And being able to, on my standpoint, being able to do them all, like mm -hmm. I like to incorporate as many sounds and be as different as possible with my music. So that's like my end goal. So one thing you taught me though, when we were when we were rooming together. Oh yeah, back in Bellarmine. Back in Bellarmine, three two one. Three two one. You were you, I, I never really knew this. I, I always thought EDM it was it was always about the drop. It was always about you know, it's basically like either you like it or you don't when it comes to the songs. But I never thought of it as being like artistic. Yeah, and I I don't know if that's a common thing between most people. Now I feel like people are sort of catching on. Yeah. Now that guys are really blowing up and music is so accessible now. Yeah. But I always was just like. If an EDM song blew up, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's a good song. But I didn't really know the meaning or anything. I didn't know there could be meaning behind an EDM yeah. song. Yeah, a, a lot. But then of people, you kind of showed me that that there can be. A lot of people don't even still know what the difference between a DJ and a producer is. So I'll explain that real quick as well. So a DJ. So first, I'll start with the producer. So the producer is the one like behind the laptop, like me, who's making all the music and stuff. And producers make hip hop pop music, all of that. It's all made electronically. So everything really is electronic dance music if you could dance to it and it was produced electronically. And then a, what a DJ does, I also taught myself how to DJ like middle of senior year of high school and that's how I play all my music live. They work on transitioning one song into another without having a break in between. So a lot of people think that DJs are just up there pressing buttons and because of that they think that producers are also the people who just press buttons but until like Sam, for example, got to see like what goes into one of my projects, like I have a, over like a hundred different layers of sounds going on that I create, like that's where the real artistic vision comes yeah. in. And so that's crazy. Yeah. So like anybody could be a DJ. Yeah, I mean, anyone, anyone could do anything. In anyone my could opinion. do anything. Yeah, as long as you just have the passion for it. Like I have a lot of people that I know who've like hit me up and be like, "Yo, I want to DJ too." I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool. Anyone could do it. I encourage you to." But if you want to do it seriously, and this goes with anything in life, you have to put in your hours. You have to put mm. in. You gotta have the work ethic. Yeah, you have a like, grind. If I said right now I want to be a doctor, I'm not just gonna say I want to be a doctor and just sit around and play video games. I'm gonna say I want to be a doctor, and I'm gonna open a book and read it and learn and go to school and do everything I have to do to become a doctor. Okay. You know? So I mean, I, I mean, I always appreciate that about you. You were always like work ethic is is a big thing for you yeah and you always want to be the hardest worker and wherever you're at and so i think that's dope man i think that you found your niche or your niche whatever yeah, whatever yeah, it's called you pronounce that thing. um <laughs> but no the coolest thing was just to see that you 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 had to not only make the music not only 
you know, figure out the outlets to put it out there. But mm-hmm. at the beginning, it was really just all you, right? Like there was no, no people hitting you yeah. up, like like, hey, let 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 let's make a song. Now I feel exactly. like that's happening more. Yeah, but yeah. That that was like the. What was that like? That's the most stressful part about it. Like I said, YouTube is my best friend, so like I would learn everything from that. But I, if I ever had any questions, it's like almost impossible to kind of type in like a question on like some form of like EDM, like, oh, how do I use like a compressor to like lower like volume for something? Like it, it's just all too complex. So it's, that's why it takes like those hours to be able to figure everything out. Mm. And I know a lot of people like recently have started hitting me up to like help teach them stuff and I'm all down for it as long as they have that passion and like yeah. drive, you know? You don't want to waste your I don't want to waste my time, exactly. So, so next question though is like, so when you were making music, I remember in, in, in our room, you started playing the piano and stuff and incorporating yeah. more different sounds. What goes into the process of, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want this melodic sound or this. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, cause there's one of the songs that you do, uh, uh, is it hired? Oh, no, no. Dun 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 Oh, finally free, finally free. So finally free. I remember you making that song, and if you if you've never heard of that song, if you listen to this, whoever, look up finally free Meridian. Oh, we didn't even say your your producer name or Oh yeah, Meridian. Yeah, it's Meridian. And Patrick Scott singing on that one too. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Patrick Scott. Um, but so how do I decide? How do you decide what sound you want? Is so it, is it an I, inspiration thing or yeah? So with that track, I was like originally feeling in like a a kind of upset mood because me and my ex girlfriend had broken up. Whatever oh, yeah, man. that that whole story. Rough times. So then uh, I was like, all right, well I want to make like a sad song. So then I originally what I do first all the time now is I'll open up a piano and I'll just make a chord progression. And then, so I felt comfortable with the chord progression I had. So then I made, then I start toying around with like a top melody. So that's when I made, all on the piano still, that's when I made the, that like initial sound that comes in. Yeah. So then I said, I want to make like a music box kind of sound, like, cause it's very nostalgic and reminds me like a childhood in a way. So mm. I was, so then that is just like a, a sample of just like a music box going like ding, like hitting a C note. And then I throw it into something called a sampler, where then I could stretch out like the notes to hit every note on the piano, and then I play the chords with it, and like that top melody. Mm-hmm. And then once I do that, then I already have the whole idea of the track in my head. So when I start layering sounds, I always do uh, add pianos and very ambient style like pads, and mm-hmm. then synthesizers that are like very like lush. I guess is a word that you could use to describe them. And then you slowly start incorporating drums. And then from there, you add like all these transitions. So like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I can talk about it for hours, but eventually, That's crazy, you just, man. You I'm, just I'm, I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, the first thing I'm thinking of is how do you just know? All right, after that's this, gonna I sound good. This, that wait, that's like a totally different thing. Like, when do you, when do you do your first, like, like will you make one part of the song and then hear it and then you know, fix it? Yeah. Or you just make the whole thing to the best of your ability and then go back and fix it. So this like changes up for every producer's workflow. Me personally, I'm like super perfectionist mode, but like for certain songs, I will fly through them and then add the small details later. For Finally Free, there was just something about the track where I flew through it and did all the small details at the same time. So I do make sure that everything sounds perfect the way I want it to, 
but I also try and keep the workflow going as fast as possible because right. if I'm feeling inspired and I st- and I just keep working on like those extremely minor details like EQing and all that stuff, then it takes away from like the inspiration. So it's a tricky game. That's like, pretty. Yeah, it's a tricky game. It, well, the, the other aspect of it. So so you're making music, but we haven't even touched on the fact that you're also a full time student. Yeah, and that definitely adds a lot of stress so, to it too. So just so just backtracking a little bit. What made you come to Loyola? Mm. Did music have a, a impact on that? Did did the locations obviously you're yeah. getting a lot of spots now, which is great, but did that have an impact or were you did you even think that you were gonna, you know, become something at all in this yeah. area of Chicago? So, what? Uh when I was in high school, I was like, Yeah, I'll visit some schools and I definitely had city schools in mind, like DePaul and Loyola. So I visited Loyola and I fell in love with it immediately. Like the second I stepped foot in like the quad and like visited the campus, I was like, this is where I want to be. And I, I ca- dude, sorry to yeah, cut you off, yeah, but yeah. I had, when I, for some reason, when I saw the quad, yeah, I was just, just like, something about it. And like and looking at Dumbach, see, looking yeah, at Dumbach yeah. too. But it's like when that. I was just in that area and when we, um, what's that area right next to, um, Right behind the icy, where you could just walk around and stuff, right next to the church. Oh yeah, just like the lake. Path. Yeah. So when I was yeah. there, my sister actually has a photo of me, like just looking out. Yeah. And I was like, "This is pretty dope." It's like this just, is it's such an. It's pretty euphoric. Oh, just another thing, it's like second day of school, freshman year, me and Andre, uh, my current roommate, he's been like my best friend since uh, freshman year. Second day out, we like went for a walk on the on that lake path, and we see a shooting star, and like that's when I knew like I picked the right school. I was like, you "This is something about it, right there." Yeah, magical kiss. Oh shit, <laughs> dude, so, that would be kind of wild. You're just walking your second day. It was of crazy. It was crazy. Did you wish? I don't remember what I wished for, but I definitely did. You definitely did something. <laughs> I mean, you can't see a shooting star and not wish. Um, but yeah, so then another thing about picking Loyola, then I definitely knew that like it'd be cool to have it as something that I have a lot of options to do with my music. Like there's so many like insane clubs down here and so insane. much talent, so much talent. So, Is there any, okay. So just, so the clubs in Chicago, top three there. Top three, in my opinion, there's, I could list like a top 50. And now but, if you're hearing this, this is important because he's played it a lot. He's also yeah, known, yeah. you know, he knows some things. So if, in your opinion, from a college student, you're coming to college, you have a fake ID, <laughs> you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're trying well, to get it Even somewhere. if you don't, if you're 21, yeah. Where, where do you at least try to okay. get? Um, well, a lot of my favorite DJs play at some really cool places uh, that I want to start playing at pretty soon. I'm slowly starting to make the connections to play at them. So I would say Prism, Have to. Tau, Soundbar, uh, Tunnel, Underground. Like I could go on and on. So There's I've so heard many. of Tau and I've heard of Prism. I haven't yeah. heard of the other three. Yeah, they're really cool places. I uh, at Soundbar. I went on last Friday to see Audion, who's one of my first inspirations to make EDM, and he was going on at two a.m. And I was already exhausted, but I was like, I'll do anything to see this guy. Like he's a, he's a man. Yeah. And Soundbar's like sound system blew my eardrums out because it is so loud. Wear earplugs if you go there because it hurts. Oh, but what? Then, it was so loud. But then after, uh, me and my older brother That's were walking out, and we're like, I wonder if like Audion's gonna like what door he'd come through. So like we stood there for like three minutes, and we were just like, whatever. He's probably not. He probably already left. And we like cut around the back then, and he's like literally leaving the door as like we're also walking. Like we just like run into each other i'm like yo nate because like i know everything about this guy and we just started talking a little bit and i got to tell him that he's like one of my biggest inspirations and stuff how do you meet okay I don't so know, for, for those of you guys <laughs> that don't know 
I've heard a lot of stories. I don't know how. Even when you went to Miami, yeah, you met Martin Garrix. Yeah, Martin you Garrix. Were at the, what what store was it? Gucci? Uh, Armani store. Armani. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Uh, you met uh, Mike the, Williams. The big Mike Williams, a yeah, tall guy. huge guy. So so you just got like you got some sort of timing. I, it's just yeah. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I feel like it's just luck. And it's, like it's, also it's either destiny. luck or it's destiny. like it's like destiny. <laughs> it's either like complete luck or it's like this is purpose. This is like happening yeah. for a reason. Yeah, uh, that's crazy though. So, how was it like meeting one of your inspirations then? Because uh, now you met two. You met Martin yeah, Garrix so and Audion. Audion was super tired. He told me that he had only gotten like two hours of sleep in the past like two or three days. So he's a little zoned out, but he's still he's got such a cool mind and he's a really cool person. And Martin is just the most energetic and happy person I've ever met. And like, that's, I get a lot of inspiration. That's kind of how you are. Though. Yeah. I get a lot of inspiration from Martin, not only from music, but how to live as a person. He's like one of my biggest inspirations in that way too. Cause I don't know. Keep a smile on your face is super important. Yeah. It boosts everyone's day, including yourself. So dude, that's, that's ridiculous that you've met all those people though. But yeah. Like, I mean, going back to school, I know like, so you're a marketing major, right? Mm-hmm. So you're a marketing major, which is, it's a hard, it's a, it's a decently hard major, I would say. And obviously yeah. it's not your, you know, science or, you know, yeah. math, whatever. Obviously those are always going to be top. But marketing, I mean, that's yeah. still a lot of numbers and, yeah. and a lot I, of Yeah, and then technique. I have a finance minor as well, oh. which is awesome. A yeah, lot I mean, of numbers. Yeah, a lot still. of numbers, but it's cool. I definitely enjoy testing my brain and doing anything I can to like, make my life not difficult but like to challenge challenge yeah challenge exactly challenge myself. so okay, so then question mm-hmm. what like how do you balance because obviously yeah, you, wanna, you. you want to you want to be a producer DJ yeah. right like like when, when college ends you're still going to be pursuing that yeah, dream definitely but what is like school like career like all those how words that balance? you hear people say it doesn't really match with like being, yeah. a, being a producer, it's not going to fit yeah. into that. So. so what I do is I think I started doing this while I was pledging for my fraternity. Sigma Chi. Sigma Chi, Lambda Nu. Uh, so I, I was like getting really stressed because I had pledgeship, which is like an extra class, school, and like trying to make music. So what I do and what I recommend to everyone is literally like first thing you do like when you get some time during the day is I do it on my laptop. I make an hourly like schedule of what I'm going to do every hour of the day. And that helps, including, like, eat, take, like, the shuttle back, like, from campus, like, all that. And, like, then homework and music. And that just helps me balance everything out without losing That's my awesome. mind. Yeah. That's really, really, like, yeah. diligent. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just so rare because, like, not only are you doing that, but you're also, like, keeping your, like, no one's going to, you're your own boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. you're, you're your own. Definitely. No one's going to come down harder on you, Tom, than Tom. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, because so, no one's no one's like hit like texting me like, "Hey, are you working on music today? Hey, are you doing your homework? Hey, are you?" Except my mom. Hey, are you eating and drinking and <laughs> you doing your sleeping? You doing your laundry? But I mean, at the end of the day, you're the person who decides where your life is gonna go. So. So uh, I mean, that's crazy, man. So I wanna I wanna eventually get I wanna end the 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 episode because we got like 10 minutes left but we gotta I wanna, talk about pat we gotta, I wanna, talk, we gotta about talk about pat and i want to talk about your your quote list uh, mm-hmm. and just like how how that started i mm. think that's really cool uh we uh, but first i, w- I want to get into pat so so you're a student yeah you're a producer dj 
uh, what, actually, I just want to clarify. What would you introduce yourself as? Because I've introduced you as like my DJ buddy, yeah, but I've yeah, never yeah. like I, I don't. Really, that sounds like yeah. easier to say. Everyone like, just calls me DJ Tom. DJ here. Tom, but, is like, <laughs> even though stage name is Meridian, but I love it. it. Sounds fun and it's catchy. So um, you don't really care if someone calls you a DJ or producer. Yeah, I, I don't care because okay. at the end of the day, I know who I yeah, am. And, like, you know what you're doing. I, I respect both titles. Um, yeah. I guess I'd introduce. I don't know. I'll just introduce myself as. Just like any other normal guy, like I don't find yeah. anything special about making music. It's not like, even like if I were to blow up one day and become like superstar, like it's not like you're any different than anyone else. Like why isn't like a firefighter a superstar? Why isn't like our, everything? Everyone's good at what they do. So I just wow. consider myself a normal person. <laughs> Dude, this guy's so humble. <laughs> I mean, but so humble. So I'm humble. so humble, what guys. Guy. I'm the most humble person. I know. That's called a humble brag. That's what a lot of guys <laughs> no, I'm do. kidding. I'm kidding. But um, so so Patrick Scott. So my yeah. one of our good friends, Jack. How did so his brother is yeah. Patrick Scott, and yeah. and Pat is a singer. Goes to Mizzou in St. Louis, and uh, Tom and Pat have collabed on how many songs now? Now it's three, including it's three. in my album. He's singing on five more, which well. is coming out when your album's coming out when. I'm shooting for April. It depends on... So my album's finished. I just got to get... Me and Pat have to get into the studio so we can record these vocals. Yeah. Um, so I'm shooting for April. And then we're going to throw a banger. Are you going to release any singles before then with like, uh, the vocals? Or are you just going to put out... No, I want to put it all out. It's like a big like thing. So that's... Okay, so then how do you... How did you meet Pat? Because Pat's yeah. been... Pat and you have been like yeah. almost like a dynamic duo yeah, yeah, when yeah. it comes to you and your journey, him and his yeah. journey. Uh, how has he helped you? How did you meet him? All so I was, I made the instrumental to hire and I was like, all right, this song really needs, also you could hear the, the siren, the sirens coming by. I live right next to, I'm just <laughs> Jesus. But, um, so where was it? Oh yeah. So I, I made the instrumental to hire and I knew I wanted vocals on it. And I showed Jack Mackett one day and he's like, yo, you should, you should send this to my older brother. Like he's really good at singing. Like, I think he'd kill this. And in my head, I was like, oh, like, I honestly like, don't know any vocalists. Like, I bet this kid, like, sucks, to be honest. But I was like, whatever. I'll send it his way. And then all of a sudden, one day, Pat just sends me higher, like, finished, vocals recorded. And I was listening Which to was him. one of the first songs, like, with a vocalist that you've yeah, done, right? Yeah, the first. Besides, actually, no, I made Feel the Melody with Jack yeah. freshman year, which is pretty cool, too. Um, but yeah, so he sends it back, and I listened to it. And I was just, like, I was confused. I was like, like shocked. I was like, "What? Like, are you kidding me? All good what is out. this? Yeah, amazing things. Like, Pat is like, the, right now, like the most talented vocalist that I know of. Like, I he's gonna he's got such a good journey ahead of him. Like, he's gonna blow up too. Like, so how is the chemistry between you two? Like, when you guys are yeah. in the same room? Yeah. How is so that? when me and Pat are in the same room, for example, like when I met him for the first time. So we made higher than inside or no, finally free. And that was all just like FaceTiming and talking over emails and stuff. And then I met him for the first time when I went down to St. Louis for our float trip that we had, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got into the studio with him. And in two days, we made the entire track for Inside My Mind, vocals, vocals recorded. And um, yeah, and lyrics like written and our pro like it took us two days. So if we were together... We'd be, like we would if be. If you were to together like every day, you'd be able yeah. to make music. It would like, be like making albums every month, but it's difficult. So we just got to find that balance, which is hard. But we're trying to make it happen. And I think it's interesting too that you guys were were brought together 
and you made great, you made really good music. I yeah. mean, thank you. But it resonated with like a decent amount of people here at Loyola, which yeah. I thought was cool. Like you, you being able to, you were also a DJ 63, which we haven't even touched <laughs> on, uh, which was one of the main like spots where a lot of Loyola kids would go to like on Thursday nights and he would play there. And then when he would play his own songs, he had done such a good job at not only like, like we were his friends. He had, you, you had a pretty good, yeah, strong friend. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, still do. Yeah. And you have a lot of people that got your back, but dude, we vibed with your music so hard. That was the best. They literally come, they'd flock at all my shows and just turn the crowd into like, I was still got a picture a of massive you, party. You posted that picture of us. just like, yeah, <laughs> in the front. Um, but what is that like? I want to know what that's like is how does it feel to play your music? Yeah, yeah. Look so, at people, and yeah. it doesn't matter like the, the number or anything. You see one person or yeah. a bunch, but that fuck with it so hard in that moment. What is that like? Um, for, I played my first show with Pat at Mizzou together at Big 12s. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. And uh, we played all of our songs. And everyone there basically knew all the words to all the songs we played. And I was just like kind of looking at everyone and... I, I like I had like goosebumps the whole time like but it was like a different form of goosebumps like, like out of body almost. it was like out of body I was like this is like happening this is real like this is like I don't know it's cool that's like why I make music it's like for that moment where I see everyone like having a great time together and like seeing it pay off is just the most unbelievable feeling ever so did you did, did that brings me that brought me to think of like Drake at the Grammys did, did you hear what he said no I didn't so he won a Grammy and he had was saying, you know, a lot of artists out there, they really want one of these and to feel like they they've made it. But I'm telling you, if some if any group of people are vibing with your songs. Yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, going to your shows or like know your words and are singing yeah. it to you, like you've made That's it. That's when you made it. it. Yeah, it's not so, about a trophy. It's not about right. money in my mind. It's just about that feeling. That's why I make music and that's why I feel like all, every artist who cares, I think that's why they make music. They don't care about the money. Like, unless you got, like, those big-name rappers or whatever who I don't want to talk about. I mean, I mean, but, rap, <laughs> rap is now its own genre because all those guys do is it's yeah. about money. So yeah. that's, you know. I respect but, a lot of rappers, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Different. <laughs> Different. But, um, no, nah, man. So I, I just think that's that's awesome that you can, you see that happening. And mm -hmm. how do you, and it probably, I mean, I know you, it probably just makes you want to go harder. Like, yeah oh yeah for like, sure <laughs> like it, it, it definitely drives the inspiration even more because you see that what you're doing is working and you can see that actually what the worst thing is is when you have like an unreleased song and like you play it at like a show and like you get no response but that's also a good thing like i've done that downtown sometimes at some clubs and uh it just tells me what i'm doing wrong and i don't take it as a bad thing you just take it as like motivation to fix it and do whatever you know, you have to do to make it better. I mean, what is, what's the difference for you between, like, playing at a club and yeah. playing, like, what you did with Pat, which was, like, basically yeah, yeah, people yeah. were there for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I definitely prefer, that's the goal. I want to play, like, our own shows and do stuff like that. Because, like, at clubs, I have to play a lot of Top 40 stuff, which I love DJing, too. It's a lot of fun, and it's cool making people smile by, like, hearing all that music. But, like, I want to be able to play all of my music and, like, mm. Like, Pat, like, have him play all his music and, like, have people love that. Yeah. And, like, be in it for that. That's dope, man. Yeah. Well, I want to I wanna, I wanna end the, the podcast with, so, with, with two things. One are, so our class, the one that I'm doing this for, and yeah. we're doing this for, is there's a, there's a, a basic, um, 
like sort of premise for the whole entire learning experience. And it's uh, based off this theory uh, by this guy named Kevin Kelly when it's called 1000 True Fans. So it's basically like if that no matter what you do, so you as a perfect example, you make music, you're a producer, no matter what you do and you already kind of have, you can find a thousand people, yeah, fans that will be your true fans. You, yeah. you can yeah, find yeah, that, exactly. that group of people that are going to be fans of yours because of what you're putting out and because of the, how media is working now and social media, you there is no real reason you can grind to get a thousand plays or a thousand yeah. listens or yeah. there's a thousand people out there. Yeah. Vibe. And you, I mean, I was just looking at your Spotify. You have like a pretty decent amount of like higher has over seven k. That's just on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we're getting uh, there slowly. So, it's a grind. So what's your what's your what's your thought on that on the concept of you know fan bases? I guess like. Like, do you look at the numbers? Do you think, like, if I, I make it Me, you? personally, like, I guess I'd say, I'd, I obviously, everyone's got to look at the numbers at yeah. the end of the day, and, like, I hate that, but, like, what matters to me is just, like, that it makes me happy. That's why I do it. Like, and being able to make other people happy, like, I don't care if it's a thousand. I don't care if it's a hundred. I don't care if it's ten. Like, I don't, it is, like, one person, like, besides myself, like, even my mom, like, it's cool to just be able to, like, see yeah. it impact one person. So if we're going to talk about plays, like, it's not a big deal in my opinion. And, like, as long as, like, I feel comfortable with what I'm doing and any other artist feels comfortable, then, like, that's what matters and that's the point of music. Yeah. Dude, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to end the podcast episode. Thank you so much yeah. for coming. I also just want to say that none of this was scripted at all. Me and Baka over here can literally talk forever. For Ever. Hours. We did it all the time in the dorms. We but... did it all the time. And we would like go back like he, I would be thinking like, bro, why is why is it like this? And he would be like, Yeah, yep, bro, back it's like and this. It's like this. And he would just spit some life wisdom. And then yeah. I would and, <laughs> and then, then he'd be like, come back. He'd be like, Yo, bro, yeah. And I would be like, Yeah, bro, this, this, this. And then he'd be like, Whoa. Like it's yeah. really hard to explain. But, but it was, yeah, I mean it was great. We gotta end it. So we gotta I wanna say it. thank you for doing this with me. It's thank awesome. You, Thank you, Love you brother. I want to. I want to end it with. Uh, I'll give you some time. What's your favorite quote? If you guys oh. don't know, I'll I'll give him the background. Uh, yeah. But Tom keeps a almost like a journal Got in it. his phone, uh, <laughs> over like what is it? It's just your your favorite quotes that you've heard through TV shows, yeah, artists, artists whatever, like anything, uh, yeah, people, your friends. Uh, what what? How did that start? Why? Uh, it started with. Uh, this anime show called Naruto. Whoop. It is the greatest show. I don't care if people think that anime is weird. It is awesome and it has a great message behind it. And my favorite quote that I took from it was said by Rock Lee. He says, A hero is one that never falls. He is one that gets up again and again, never losing sight of his dreams. Whoop. Oh, wait. I messed that up a little bit. <laughs> it's A hero is not one that... And my favorite quote that I took from it was said by Rock Lee. He said, A hero is not one that never falls. He's one that gets up again and again, never losing sight of his dreams. That's dope. Yeah. And that's yeah, from a, super that's, from, that's from anime. And you yeah. got a whole page of stuff. Uh, but Tom, you're a very inspiring person. Uh, you're a great person. I hope yeah. nothing but the thank best. You, Thank, uh, you. <laughs> thank you for doing the All Sides Podcast Episode 1. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys <laughs> on the you, next man. one. Peace out. See you guys.